Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. There's been a lot of conversation about in-state recruiting. And one of the guys I'm excited about is a guy that we have with us now on the Hit That Line Podcast Network. That is Benville wide receiver and Arkansas signee C.J. Brown. I know that a lot of you that watch high school football in Northwest Arkansas know his name. C.J., I really appreciate you making some time for us here on this Friday. What big Christmas plans do you have coming up on Monday? Uh, probably just hang out with my family. Um, spend a lot of time with my sister who's in town from Vanderbilt right now. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Well, that was one of the places that recruited you. And I know you took a couple visits. Kind of take us what that process was like as a guy that had several D1 offers and just a couple in the SEC as well. Yeah, so um, a lot of people talk about it. It's really fun um, when it first gets going, then it gets really stressful when it comes time to making the decisions. So, um, that's one of the people definitely don't talk about is the business side of recruiting because um, at a point recruiting's over and you actually have to decide where you're going to play college football. So yeah, I, I mean it's a blessing obviously, but um, a lot of people don't talk about it how serious it really is. CJ, how much more of a business decision has it become as of July 2021 20, since NIL was really enacted? Um, I mean, one thing that I value. Like one of my values is that I'm not going to ever go chase a check because that check will come um, if I take care of what I need to. Um, I'm not in a position right now. My family's not in a position where I need to go chase a check right now. So um, I'm going to pick the best coaching staff, and if I take care of business, that check will come later on. CJ, let's talk about that step. By the way, we're talking with Arkansas signee wide receiver CJ Brown, Bobby Petrino. That's your new offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. You mentioned kind of the flurry of recruiting. What has the last few weeks been like with him being hired, Coach Guyton and, and Coach Pittman, the conversations y'all have had? Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's, it's been really good. Um, I mean, the difference between him and Dan Enos. Dan Enos got hired. They had to do a lot of convincing, telling everybody about like how good he was. But when Bobby Petrino got hired, everybody already knew how good he was. Um I mean, there's nothing but positive things. Talked about Bobby Petrino. Um, he's an offensive genius, as people call him. Um, and I'm really excited to get into this system. Now, CJ, I know you posted that picture of you in Big Red, which is just an awesome picture. So you've been an Arkansas mm-hmm. fan for a while. And I do wonder, some of your commitment teammates probably have no idea about Bobby Petrino at Arkansas, or very little. You're still young, but you might have had some recollection you seem to know about the past of Bobby Petrino here in Arkansas. I do. Um, so I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Then I moved to Minnesota. And then I moved here when I was about five. So I don't remember it a whole lot, but I, I remember it. And to be honest, I was never really like a huge Arkansas fan. But, I mean, they were right here, so I was forced to kind of hear about it in general. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I remember Bob Petrino. I remember everything um, that went on with him. Um, I've got a couple coaches that played for Bob Petrino. So, um, you know, I've heard everything there is about him. And I've got some, some friends that play for him at A&M. So, yeah, I know a lot about him. That's an interesting dynamic, the, some coaches at Benville that played for him. Mm-hmm. And 
I guess again he's changed over the years now and off in the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator role. What have you heard about him? Um, I've heard that like my coaches will tell me that like they'll sit down in the film room, like and start breaking stuff down, and you just like can't do anything but just be quiet and listen because of how like amazing it is and how his mind processes football and offense just in general. That's one of the more more exciting things because I'm a really technical person, but getting taught by another technical person, I think that's going to work out really well for me. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. Your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. We're talking with Arkansas signee CJ Brown, wide receiver. That I know a lot of people are excited to see him at the next level. You mentioned the phrase "chasing a check," and I find that interesting. With again the the whole dynamic of not just college football but college sports nowadays. I wonder how much that has changed amongst your peers, CJ, and just kind of where their heads are at. Have you got a sense from talking with not just your teammates at Benville, but other guys that you know from Texas A&M or other places, how much that has impacted their decision with where they're going to play college? Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'd say about every person that I talked to in recruiting um, that are getting recruited, the um, money is brought up in that conversation and it affects their decision. Uh, I mean, obviously it is a factor, but um, if that's the leading factor in your recruiting, I'll think your, your heart and your mind's in the right place. Yeah, and you, Cause I, one thing, you, you, you don't know if they're lying to you. I mean, you really don't. Um, the school can promise you all this money, but they got to pay other people too if they're promised the money as well. So, And CJ, you don't have to reveal names, but I would guess you've probably heard of a, a guy or two that was told he was going to get this and didn't get anywhere close to that. I mean, we've seen stories, they've been anonymous, it seems like, but that seems to happen in today's age of college football, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I know more than a guy or two that has been lied to about money. Um, and it's unfortunate because that's what I'm saying. You don't, you don't want to chase the check because then you're stuck there if you don't get what you're saying stuck there based off what uh the money that they said they're going to give you but now you gotta be stuck with the like the actual person that they are cj i want to ask you about this season arkansas and i will reflect on what you guys were able to accomplish at benville but Mm -hmm. they go four and eight this year and Pittman was pretty Mm -hmm. adamant this week it's like we lost out on some guys because we didn't have a good season how much were other coaches outside of Arkansas contacting you even after you committed to try and sway you? And then how was Coach Kenny Guyton, Pittman, Petrina, how were they able to convince you to still stay and sign with Arkansas? Um, I want to lead with that. There was no, no matter how many games they won or lost, there was no like thought in my mind that um, this was like, it was an option to decommit because one part, I'm always going to be true to my word. That's something my dad, my mom, and my dad brought me up on. Um, that you're only as good as your word. But after that BYU loss, I mean, it, it felt like the next morning. Um, there was all the coaches that have offered me, all the ones that hadn't offered me, that were ready to offer me if I was ready to decommit. 
um, <laughs> thought that they were going to be able to get in. I thought it was really <laughs> funny, kind of, because, you know, they'd text me. Um, I would respond for a while, then they'd text me again. I'm like, dang. Just leave, you know, just leave me alone. I'm not going to your school. Type that kind of, you know, that kind of sounds like CJ. It kind of sounds like you're in a relationship with a girlfriend. That's it's on the mm-hmm. rocks. It's on the fritz. Yeah. And there's other girls that are mm-hmm. sliding up on your DMs. Like, ah, are you about to be seagull? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. CJ, you got offered back in January. You committed in mm-hmm. June. I, I wonder, mm-hmm. like, when you got offered, were you pretty sure at that point this is where I was going to wind up, or did it take you a few months to figure that out? It took me a really a really long time because for all my life and all my recruiting, uh, I didn't think that I really wanted to be, um, you know, close to home. I thought I wanted to get out and uh, experience new things. But, you know, you you think about it, my parents had some long talks. Um, no matter where, I, if I went here or if I went 10 hours away to Knoxville, I told them my parents are going to be living <laughs> like right next to me i mean i can the thing about arkansas is i can come see my parents if i want to but if i like don't feel like going to see my parents i just don't see my parents you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. um i mean it's it's I'll, I'll get a college experience wherever i'm at so um i didn't know for sure right away but pretty soon i mean i was a silent commit for probably about a month and a half okay I don't think sometimes Northwest Arkansas kids, and I know you've had an interesting experience, Cleveland, Ohio, mm-hmm. and kind of some guys are just they're ready to get out. How how much do you think that may have played into less in-state commits this year uh, that have signed relative to to maybe what's year in years past, CJ? Um, if I'm being honest, the only really I think that Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas missed on probably three recruits in the state this year. Um, I think a lot of it had to do with money conversations. Um, and I don't think Coach Pittman really, and I don't want to speak for him, but from what I hear, it doesn't sound like he really wants to get in like a, a bidding war with a high school athlete that hasn't proved anything. That and um, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because if you, you have no clue, um, if I'm going to be honest, I watched a couple games this year, some of the top recruits in Arkansas, and I'm like, I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, I, I just don't see it. Or like, if you are not dominating at a high school level, why would somebody get a bidding war with you? It just doesn't make sense to me. And I think about you playing the wide receiver position. You probably watch film of like the top five-star wide receivers, and you're like, that dude doesn't mm-hmm. have anything that I don't have, but he's rated two stars higher, a couple slots up. And I just find that dynamic that you experience very interesting. And frankly, I think sometimes the high school recruits actually might be better evaluators than coaches in certain cases. You know, because yeah, it's, I mean, I don't want to say that's unbiased, but it's like you can compare, but coaches get caught up a lot in the, um, you know, like the, what's around them. I mean, I'm not in a, like, I'm not in a hotbed for athletes right now. Um, but that doesn't take away the fact that, like, I can play ball. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I've never been one. You know, I'd be lying if I said it doesn't frustrate me that I don't think I get the recognition that I deserve. But I've never been one to, you know, get caught up and letting somebody tell me how good I am at football based on star rankings. I mean, that I, I, one thing is that's not going to matter when he gets to college. I mean, it doesn't care if you're a two, three, four, five star when you get to college. I mean, that doesn't matter at all. CJ, you bring up a really important point there that I want to hit on. You mentioned not necessarily being a hotbed. 
you're that age. How do we grow Northwest Arkansas football? And how do we grow in Little Rock? Because I think it, there there's still some areas that we can improve upon here in Arkansas. I mean, I think the culture here um, has to change at some schools. I mean, you see, like, the North Little Rocks. I mean, they used to be a powerhouse. Um We've obviously been a powerhouse for the past couple, uh, for not past couple, a long time. Um, but the culture, like at Bentonville, is really good. There's an expectation of winning. Um, some teams, it looks like when they get to the playoffs, they're ready to play basketball. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I think that's on the coaches. Uh, I don't, like, if I'm being honest, like Bug James, um, I don't know a lot about him as a coach, but I know he was able to build a culture. Um, my coach, Coach Grant, was able to build a culture, you know, of, um, of just family and, uh, you know, being tough. We were never one that, like, like when we get, like, for, for example, when we went against Bryant, we didn't, I mean, we didn't care that they had won five straight uh, this year um, or anything about that. We were just ready to go beat them, you know what I mean? Um, so I think it's really just the culture of the football, uh, you know, and, and I don't know. I don't love hearing about like how we're not a good football state because when I'm talking about Alabama, Georgia, you know, Texas fans or friends that are recruits are like, nah, Arkansas ain't good at football. They don't even know how good we are at football. We just don't. A lot of us don't get recruited like we should. So that's a chip on the shoulder mentality. And you've got some buddies, or what I would assume are going to be your buddies, like KJ Jackson, mm-hmm. who's an Alabama kid, oh, yeah. Ashton Bethel Roman, who's a Texas kid. I mean, have you, I know it's still early and you guys hadn't gotten to campus yet, but have you started to form relationships? Are you in group text with these guys? Kind of as you. Oh, get we, to- no, we're, we're all tight. Like, we're all tight. Like, me and, me and KJ FaceTime like almost every day. Um, me and Ashton talk all the time. I mean, I mean, literally all of us talk like every single day, especially like the days leading up now. We talk every single day. That's a good sign. Again, we're talking with C.J. Brown, Benville wide receiver, Arkansas signee. I want to ask you, you mentioned being Bryant. Um, I want to ask you about getting the state championship and uh, mm-hmm. going up against Fayetteville. That's a great rivalry football-wise. Yeah. Um, just kind of your, your thoughts. It's a couple weeks behind us, but your thoughts on kind of how, how things played out in state. Yeah, I mean, it took me probably a couple weeks to get over it. I'm, I'm sure I still won't get over it, but um, <laughs> you know, that was a game where, I mean, we made some mistakes that we had never made all season. I mean, we went from West blowing them out to Cabot blowing them out to even uh, Bryant. We comfortably beat them um, to Fayetteville. So if I'm being honest and no disrespect, is not a better team than, <laughs> than Bryant or us, in my opinion. But on that day, they were a better team than us. They made less mistakes. Uh, we fumbled the ball two times. Um, hadn't done that all year. We had a lot of snap infractions, some holdings that we hadn't done really all year at all. So, um, I mean, it's a big moment for a lot of kids, and it's a big moment for me, but it's just staying focused in those moments uh, and being able to prepare, uh, perform under pressure that we kind of um, we kind of missed on. But, um, I mean, hats off to them. I mean, they played a really good season. Um, they got some really good players on the team. Uh you know, and ultimately, I guess they deserve that ring because they put better on that day. You took an official visit to Minnesota, which Fayetteville quarterback Drake Lindsey, that's where he signed. Mm-hmm. Was he trying to kind of get in your ear a little bit? Why don't we get two NWA boys up to up to Minneapolis? Yeah, he was, um, 
he finally got them to start recruiting me. I mean, I think they started recruiting me because they found out that me and him were in the same conference because they recruited him first. But they they found out I think that we were in the same conference. Um, and I bet some talk got going, and they came down. They actually came to I had like a class, and in the middle of the class, that call, it was crazy. I got called out of class, and Coach Grant, and Coach Grant's like, "Grab a cleat," and I'm like, "All right." And I grabbed my cleats and I just did like a one on, like a, I got my quarterback in a class too. And we just do a workout in front of the um, offense coordinator for Minnesota. It was kind of funny. That's awesome. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're thinking, what am I getting called for? And then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of a pseudo tryout at one point. See, uh, mm-hmm. John, one of the things I think people are excited about you is not only, again, your NWA connection, but track and field speed, man. Arkansas hasn't had that track and field speed really since Petrino. Um, I know you mentioned Ashton earlier. Um, you might have to help me with the other wide receiver, the uh, Louisiana kid, the uh, New Orleans area. Uh, Crows. Yeah, Crows. Uh, I know he's got some track speed to him. Uh, how much of an element do you think that will factor in, maybe you contributing early for this football team next fall? Um, I think it's really good. I mean, they're really, um, if I'm being honest, I receiver that I have anybody that can like. Well, I mean, they got Isaiah. Isaiah can run. Um, Jaden Wilson can run. I've really seen like Andrew or Isaac open up, but like, but, like it's just getting more speed on the field. I think is really good. Um, I think a part where I contribute is like I'm really good after the catch because like I used to play running back and like I know how to make people miss and I'm not easy to bring down stuff like that. So I think that's where I can contribute early. You're a big yak guy, big yak guy. Yeah, I mean that's. That's that's where I think the bulk of my yards come from. So, well, love to hear that. Yeah. Well, CJ, again, I know you're probably busy leading up to the Christmas holidays, so we really appreciate you making mm-hmm. some time for us, and uh, I'm excited to to see what your future looks like here in Fayetteville. Yes, sir. I really appreciate it. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.